Hello everybody, this is Captain Katz and welcome to another episode of Red Shoe Shoots where we talk about wrestling every time, all the time. And with here with me, of course, is we are Katz. Yo-ho! Okay, so we got a lot of wrestling news to talk about, but first things first, we have to talk about Butch Reed, who passed away earlier this week to uh, COVID-19. Um, our condolences to his family and friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, played a huge role um, in wrestling in the Midwest and in the South. He was 66. Um, in case you don't know, these are the accolades that he has won over the years in his illustrious wrestling career. He was the C. Uh, he was the Central State Wrestling uh, NWA um, SE Tag Team Champion. Uh, he was the NWA International Heavyweight Champion and the North American uh, Tag Team Champion at CWF at at G at G eight at GCW. He was the only Thanksgiving Tag Team uh, Tournament winner. Uh, Global Wrestling Federation. He was their North American Heavyweight Championship. And same championship wrestling. He was the MWCW Heavyweight Champion. Mid-South, he was the North American Heavyweight Champion three times. Uh, Tag Team Champion one time. And Television Champion one time. At Mid-State Wrestling at MSW, he was the Heavyweight Champion one time. Missouri Wrestling Federation, he was their heavyweight champion one time. And ranking-wise in his career, in uh, 2003, he was ranked 174 out of five of the best 500 wrestlers uh, during the PWI year of uh, PWI that year. And same thing when tag team with Ron Simmons, he was ranked number 91. Um, and he is the also WLW Heavyweight Champion, WCW Heavyweight Champion with Ron Simmons, the USWA Unified Heavyweight Champion, and also a Wrestling Observer Newsletter. He was the strongest wrestler of eight, in 1984 and the most uh, improved in 1987. So, uh, Butch Reed, rest in peace. Mm. Yeah. Uh, moving on, moving right along. Uh, there was a lot of news going on in wrestling. Uh, first and foremost, um, you know, we'll get to the big one, but you know, there's other stuff we gotta talk about. So, uh, as of recording today, Dustin Rhodes came out during tw- uh, in a tweet in Twitter saying, "Quote unquote, uh, just got off the phone with Terry Funk. He is in a lot of pain and could use some prayers. One of the greatest hashtag true legends to have ever been in the ring. Appreciate y'all." And Terry Funk um, retweeted something. Just like Ringo Starr in 2008, Mr. Funk has a message for his fans after 50-plus years of doing this. And it's sad. It hurts. You know? I don't know what's going on with Terry, you know, but all of us here, we send our... You know, our thoughts and prayers to Terry, you know, hope he gets better, what he's going through and stuff like that. But, man. Terry Funk, man. <laughs> like, all the wars that he went through. Like, what is your most famous, favorite moment of Terry Funk? I don't know. That's pretty hard. I mean, I keep remembering what he does in, like, uh, his tenure with ECW, especially the... Um, when he won the title, the one title for the first time. No, when he branded Cactus Jack. 
Uh, and what about another match where uh, was that kind of like a death match thing with Sabu? Oh, Sabu man. infamously uh, not only did he tore his bicep and you know super glued it or taped it back up, yeah. he wrapped himself up in barbed wire and uh, dived on the Terry Funk, and then he was like, "Ah, my eye, my eye!" And they had to cut the match short there. Nah, yeah, Terry came back. He bandaged his eye. Yeah, I remember. Um, nah, but I also remember his time in Japan. Um, yeah, his time in Japan. <laughs> uh, if any youngins out there want to know what Terry did in Japan, just YouTube it and you'll see why I laughed. Hmm. Good times. And if you want, if you want a curious, exploding death match. Just look that up. Yeah, I'm seeing a, a Twitter here. A Twitter here. Uh, someone here um, um, calls herself Missy Hyatt. She says, "My favorite Terry Funk matches, if you can remember this, uh, the I Quit match versus Ric Flair. Yes, I remember that. The Texas Death match versus Eddie Gilbert. Yes." Uh, the one versus Onita in an explosives match. Yeah, I remember Which, those. Well, to digress from her, um, that reminded me of him going against Mr. Pogo. Oh. Explo the regular explosion match. No, 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 no. The, the one that I remember with him and Mr. Pogo was... Uh, the fire match? The fire match. Where he almost got like second and third degree burns. Because it was just too damn hot. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And if you're wondering what we're talking about... Um, Rule, you know, word of advice if you guys want to do extreme wrestling or something like that. If you're going to do a fire death match, don't soak what you're going to burn in, with gasoline. Big mistake. You will see if YouTube that match, you will see why you should never do it. Uh, going back to uh, Missy Hyatt's tweet. Um, versus Sabu at Crockett WWN taping. Yep. And uh, I guess her last one is uh, versus Ric Flair at Bash 89. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember those. Classic matches. So if I see a, one more uh, person on Twitter saying their favorite matches, uh, I'm seeing a lot of people retweeting and, and you know giving their prayers to Perry Funk. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Good old Terry, man. Oh, yeah. The famous Terry Funk beat up Dustin with a frozen turkey at the NEC in Birmingham, UK. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, golden. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Got some, you know. Oh, yeah. And one last one. Uh, two days ago, uh, well, it's probably not part of the uh, what happened with the Terry Funk, but someone just mentioned. Um, I guess they liked uh, ECW presented the night the line was crossed uh, in '94. Uh -huh. uh, the main event featured uh, Funk, Sabu, and Sh and the franchise Shane Douglas going to a one-hour time limit draw for the ECW Heavyweight Championship. Oh, that's right. Oh God, I completely forgot about that one. Yeah, that was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you have wrestling, folks, if you have kids who are like under the age of twelve, don't let them watch that one. 
and then you're wondering, why is that person bleeding so badly? And why he decided to come back in the ring, bandaged up, and bleeding? Yeah. But still, our thoughts and prayers go out to, you know, Terry Funk. You know, 76 right now. Mm. Yeah. Other wrestling news we got to go on with. Uh, it's been reported uh, by Fightful that Kip Sabian was injured. It's, yeah, uh, is injured for quite some time. Um, was it at the wedding? No, 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 no. Uh, previous, previous. Uh, he hasn't been. Uh, he hasn't been wrestling since December of last year. Oh. So I bet you he's just recovering from injury. But yeah, he's been injured for quite some time. Mm. Um, yeah, so hopefully he'll get better. Um, not only that, also uh, Tyra Valkyrie. Uh, they've been questions about where is she gonna go? So because this is the first time she's been a free agent. Um, people thought about if she's gonna go to the WWE. Where her husband's at, or AEW, um, and this is what she had to say about that. Uh, quote, while I really enjoy both products, obviously I'm a wrestling fan, always have been, There is there's a lot of people that get into wrestling that are wrestling fans, surprise, and honestly, I don't know what's going gonna happen next for me, because as a lot of people don't realize, is that I have been signed for about eight and a half years from AAA into Lucha Underground into Impact, and this is actually my first ever time in my career as a free agent. So it's a really important time for me to really think about what's important for me, for my family, and make the best decision moving forward for my career. So we will see. It will all play out. Don't worry. End quote. Yeah. So, um... Uh yeah, so you know what? Um, whatever she does, you know, we wish her the best of luck. Like, like how, like how she said, this is the first time ever being a free agent. You know, it's going to take some time. So, um, but still, you know, uh, whatever she does, we wish her the best of luck on where she's going. Um, either if it's AEW, WWE, maybe going back to Mexico. Or maybe do the indies for a little bit before she decides, yeah, you know what? I'll make up my mind right now where I want to go wrestle. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah. So, wish you the best of luck to that. Um, not only that, but we also have reports about um, Eddie's daughter, Eddie and Eddie Guerrero's uh, daughter, is says that she is officially done with wrestling. And this is what she said on her uh, official Twitter account. This is uh, her official statement. Uh, Quote, Officially today I am withdrawing from all performances and appearances scheduled in conjunction with wrestling. After a very scary mental illness crisis, I am no longer advised by loved ones and professionals to participate in high-stress events at this time. I deeply apologize to the fans who have been respectful and supportive of me and who continue to do so. I will be using this time to seek the help I need, reestablish my eating disorder treatment, and hopefully get answers and solutions to reach a healthy mental state. I apologize for the inconvenience and disappointment this may bring. Best, Shaul Guerrero. Yeah. 
Um, I know it's sad to hear that you know she's gonna leave the industry, but she has a good reason. She wants to get help, the right kind of help. You know, um, like how she how how she said in her statement, she wants to get the right help both mentally and physically and being in her current state of mind right now it wouldn't be the best idea to continue wrestling um you know with an unhealthy uh, mental and physical state Mm. you know so and I bet I bet this was really hard for her to come out and say this you know but uh, more power to her you know for coming out saying why she ha- why she's going to retire what she really wants to do what's her what's her goals now moving forward and you know what I respect that I really 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 do so um if you hear us you know sorry to see you go but we really appreciate you Doing what you need to do to get yourself better, both mentally and physically, you know, and um, sending you lots of love and respect to you too, you know. So, so that's that's good, you know. And I wish you know we wish her the best of luck too on her future, on um, you know what she's gonna do next after life of wrestling after wrestling, you know. Because a lot of people tend to don't know, you know, if when they retire from wrestling, they don't know what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, in other news, um, let me see. Yes, another news. Former WWE super, uh, superstar uh, Taylor Reeks reveals uh, transitioning into a woman. Um, uh, it was said from um, she's ch- uh, changing her name to uh, Gabby uh, Tufi, real name. Um, and you know what? More power to her. She felt like this is what she wanted to do. This is what she always felt this way. And you know what? totally respect her for that lots of love and respect and um you know just keep doing you you know don't let anybody tell you what you can or cannot do and like i said much love and respect her Mm. for doing that you know so and now ladies and gentlemen bigger news the ones that you've been waiting for okay so before what happened at uh be, you know, actually no. Let's let's go with it because it it does play in this role. So beach break. So you know, a little quick recap of the results, and then we're gonna talk about the ending. So uh, so the first, it was the uh, tag team battle royale for an AEW World Tag Team Championship match at Revolution, and uh, since the champs, the Young Bucks, were in it, the stipulation for them was if they won. They would have had to choose chosen their opponents for Revolution, so they would get they would just pick their opponents. And it was and it was it was announced during the the, the, the tournament, it was going to be against the Good Brothers if the Young Bucks won. 
Mm -hmm. But since that's out the window, we have the team of uh, Chris Jericho, Jericho and uh, MJF. Because Chris Jericho won it by uh, eliminating Darius Martin mm -hmm. from uh, what? what was top it? Flight. Top Flight? Yes. No, it wasn't Top Flight. It was uh, The Acclaimed. Was it? No, Top Flight. You think about Max Caster. Oh, yeah. Well, Chris Jericho won it for his tag team. Mm -hmm. uh, him and MJF and, you know, more... Ruffles in the inner circle, yeah, especially with Sammy Guevara, because you know he he formed less sex gods with Chris Jericho, mm -hmm. yeah. And then up next we had uh, Doctor Bre uh, Doctor Britt Baker DMD with Rebel uh, defeating Thunder Rosa, and that was a great match, a yeah. really really good match with the controversial ending. Yes, so that was good. And then up next we had uh, Hangman Page and Matt Hardy defeating Chaos Project. Um, Matt Hardy being Matt Hardy, I, I, I love his heel 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 shtick now. You know, just being that self centered jerk. Mm -hmm. You know, want to you know wanting to be on top. Yeah, buddy, I did. We did it together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Page is like, what, what, what are you doing? You know, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then uh, Lance Archer with Jake with Jake Roberts. Defeats Eddie Kingston uh, in a lumberjack match, which was which was pretty good, which was, which was good. Um, but here's the thing, okay, the main event, six man tag team match um, with Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers, the um, Impact Impact Tag Team Champs, Doc Gallus and Carl Anderson. They are accompanied with Do uh, Doc Callis, Don Callis, mm -hmm. and they defeated the team of John Moxley and two members of the Death Triangle, which were Pack. And Ray Phoenix. Mm -hmm. So okay, they got the win, yay! Oh, and then it looked like John Moxley didn't care. Well, the other side didn't care, and John Moxley was going to take out Kenny Omega, but somebody took him out. And it was none other than Kanta. Kanta from New Japan <laughs> Pro Wrestling. Okay. Um. And then, and then came that exclusive, like, afterwards. Like, there were, you know, like, Hey, Kenta, pal, what are you doing here? And Kenta just told Kenny Omega, F you, Kenny. I'm only here to go after John Moxley for the United States Championship. Yeah. So that whole thing with the Bullet Club, like, if the, the so-called Bullet Club here in the United States... Is part of the main fact, the main faction of Bullet Club. So that answer is no, they're not. Um. So that, so it's interesting, and not only that. Next week, we have on the main event for Dynamite is uh, Kenta and Kenny. I'm sorry, folks, going against Moxley and Archer. Very interesting because all four men actually wrestled at New Japan at one point in one point in time. So they're gonna bring in the gold. So yeah. So basically, um, in case if you're wondering, Kenny Omega wrestled with uh, Bullet Club in his time there. Kenta currently right now with Bullet Club. Mm -hmm. uh, Lance Archer was with Suzuki Gun when when he was there, um, and uh, Moxley last year. No, 
not last year, 2019. Yeah, 2019, a hell of a G1 he had. And crazy battles left and right over there. So, yeah. So, is it, so hopefully, hopefully, next week they will have... We can kind of see a glimpse of a New Japan type style wrestling match. The slow build, the you know, the building up, the the storytelling, the strategy, and everything like that. You know, be nice. It would be like another little surprise or two here. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. There might well, you know, you know, like we were gonna say, the the forbidden door. Is it? open because there's you know there's people from new japan kind of talking about this too oh yeah like if you like um if you looked at twitter that uh, right after at twitter you had uh evil uno saying the dark order wants to get their hands on los engorbanabas de japon um other um other wrestlers talking about who they want to wrestle with who they want to go against and so on and so forth but here's the thing um Brian Alvarez of the Wrestling Observer said it like this, and I think it's, and I think I think it's where I think that this is the right way how to call it. As of now, okay, so he said this. Uh, I'm just paraphrasing it because I can't remember it word by word. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he said this. Okay, you know how on Facebook, when you when you have to put your relationship, your status of a relationship, mm-hmm. like you're single, you're married, or something like that. For AEW and New Japan, it's it's complicated. You know? Yeah, we're working with one another, but we're not really working with one another. You know? You know, because of the whole pandemic and everything like that, they can't have wrestlers coming over and this and that and all that. You know? Um, but, uh, sorry folks. But... It does bring up a good point. And here's the question. If it does, you know, say, okay, say if this global bastard ends tomorrow, you know, bye-bye. It's gone. Magic is gone. Poof. Okay. Mm. Would you think New Japan would be like, okay, full steam ahead? Or, okay, you know what? Let's take it baby steps at a time. Possibly. Okay, wait, which one and why? Why you would say possibly? Um, that it would keep going? Uh, well, they'd have to take their time with it, well, obviously because of the restrictions and COVID and... The no, but like I'm saying, like tomorrow, say COVID's gone, you know, COVID magically disappears tomorrow. And if they're going to go through with it? Yeah. Will they go all full steam ahead or just like baby stepping? Well, you present a pretty good di- uh, dichotomy. Okay, let's assume that they're going to do baby steps. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to find the excuse of some people, um, you know, like Los Gobernadores de Japón, they might want to take out Dark Order or, you know. But what about Suzuki Gun, for example? I'm just saying, you know. What if they want to go against, uh, eh, you know, Kenny Omega's crew, like, hey. Don't forget about us. You know, they're baby-stepping it. Mm-hmm. That would draw a good amount of crowds. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and, and in your suggestion that let's pretend that COVID is gone, it would be a huge draw. 
Mm. It would have to be like a, a really good venue, like Madison Square Garden style stuff, mm. close to it. Yeah. Or 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 like you know they want to bring their wrestle you know Wrestle Kingdom to here, but you know with a partnership with AEW. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, building it up, baby stepping, building it up. Okay. But if they're gonna go all out and very quickly. Um, it may possibly be uh, another big, another door opening. Okay. You know, like oh, uh, you know, New Japan, you know, and AEW. Oh, wait, wait, who the hell is this? You know, what is uh, Ultimo Guerrero and Gran Guerrero from CMLL doing here? Oh crap! Another, <laughs> you know, another wrestling promotion. Who's to say that might not happen? Okay, well, you got to remember, like, last week... Let alone, you know, ROH is coming across the corner. I'm just saying. Yeah. It, well, it could build up to something even huger with multiple doors opening. Well, okay, so about that. Okay, here's the thing. And, um... Okay, so let's go like this. Let's take last week's uh, episode of Dynamite, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thunder Rosa's NWA. Um... The Good Brothers, Impact, uh, Ray Phoenix, Triple A. So if New Japan would come in, then they would, yeah, see, they would maybe bring somebody from CMLL. And ROH. Oh, and ROH, yeah. Or if ROH decides, hey, can I join the club? You know. But if they're but but if they're gonna do that, you know, mm-hmm. a big gigantic mega, you know, like we're talking we're talking about like you know uh, a towering inferno where you got a bunch of mega superstar actors mm-hmm. into you know one movie, you know that sort of uh, all star cast, then um, you know uh, I think the best, you know, if they baby step it, it's gonna be a while. But who's gonna take the big prize? As in, like you know, a big mega show, for example. Like who's gonna who's gonna take the home show? Mm-hmm. Japan, uh, the United States, somewhere, maybe Mexico, Canada, Canada, even maybe the UK, mm, possibly. Ref, well, you know, Ref Pro. Yeah, possibly. Or if they're gonna, uh, um, like sometimes New Japan does it. You know the. Their promotion with CMLL, you know, they, they take it on tour. Right. You know, they take that, you know, all star cast, you know, all those, all that stuff. You know, take it for, you know, maybe a few, you make it, make it a few venues. Yeah. That would be smart. That would be good. Yeah, that would be that would be, that'd be smart booking. Yeah, right now people are. Talking about dream matches right now. I'm not even going to go through with that. Oh yeah, because like I said, it's a complicated relationship right now. The, the, the forbidden door is like okay, it's unlocked. It's not open yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe it it's like a smidge. Oh, it's called a jar. The door is left ajar. No, 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 a smidge. No, I mean it's free, it's open, but it's not closed. Like just the smidge open. That's what it's called, the jar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there. Yeah. And uh, speaking of New Japan, um, if anybody that has a Roku box, you're in for a surprise. Um, let's say you actually, for some reason, downloaded the, the thing on the Roku uh, uh, app thing 
It's called the Roku Channel. Right. So apparently New Japan has signed a deal with the Roku Channel TV to start streaming New Japan in the U.S., the U.K., and Canada. Hooray. Yay. Okay. Well, first so, of all, well... Okay, no. so apparently um, they're going to air a one-hour weekly series on the Roku Channel beginning this week, February 11th, and will air on every Thursday beginning at 5 o'clock. Will they be live or just taped? Well, okay, here's the thing. Okay, so uh, episodes will be available on demand on the Roku channel. Um, free, with ads, of course. Um, additionally, the Roku channel is going to give a block of library to content of New Japan of all of last year's catalog. Um... I would recommend you guys to watch G1, the G1 Climax last year. Lots of lots of great matches on 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 that on that show, um, and Wrestle Kingdom before this bastard started. Mm-hmm. A lot of good matches on that one. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so starting this Friday, well, starting uh, starting this Thursday, and uh, every other Thursday, they're gonna have a, a one hour show at five p.m. Uh, I don't know if it's Eastern or specific, uh, Pacific or anything like that. Do we know it's live? Yeah. It's on air every week, once a week. No, One I'm talking hour. about, you know, Japan actually does it and we get to see it live. Or they have U.S. commentary. Or tape delayed, but they actually did it live. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it so, does matter. I mean, yeah. For example, if it's 5 o'clock on Thursday, then that means 5... Six, seven, eight, nine, ten in the morning. Yeah, Fridays. Mm-hmm. So, it'd be awesome. Um, so that's gonna be interesting. That's gonna be good. So, um, so that means for excuse me. So I think for the first time in a long time, there's actually wrestling from Monday through Friday. So it'd be Raw Monday, Dark on Tuesday. NXT, uh, NXT, NXT UK, and AEW on Wednesday, New Japan on Thursday, and SmackDown on Friday, mm. with the occasional pay-per-view, of course, on the Saturday and Sunday. Mm. But it remains to be seen if they're going to be like, hey, um, just checking uh, what's uh, New Japan's uh, present uh, thing going on right now. Uh, it's, uh, oh... Um, it says the new beginning, so I think it's the road to the new beginning. Yeah, yeah. So, if you see actually one of those shows, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be awesome. And the uh, main event of the show for February 11th, okay. in case if they're gonna bust it out here too. Right. There is a IWGP. Oh, the double the double champion match. Oh, okay. So between Kota Ibushi mm-hmm. and Challenger Sanada. Damn, that soon. 10 a.m. February. So it's 5 o'clock. In Hirosh- the new beginning in Hiroshima. Okay, so we'll let you know, guys, next week um, if it was that same show, and we'll bring you uh, the listings of, of, of the results and everything for that show. At the Hiroshima Sun Plaza Hall. Okay, nice. And uh, one more thing before we go. AEW announced um, their 16-woman uh, um, 
World Cup Championship Eliminator Tournament where the number one person will uh, take a shot on uh, Hikaru Shida's uh, AEW's World Women Champion. And this sounds actually really awesome. So we're going to read off the people who are going to be participating on the U.S. side. They're only going to be focusing on the U.S. side. And then the Japanese participants are going to be focusing on, on the Japanese side going amongst themselves. The final is going to be, I think, at Revolution... And it's going to be the winner of the U.S. bracket going against the winner of the Japanese bracket. Whoever wins that gets a title shot. Mm-hmm. So for the U.S. side, we have the following. Oh, and uh, this is not like, you know, it's not in order. Like, it's not in order. It's not in order. They haven't done like the World Cup style slots yet. All right. But the participants is are, excuse me. Well, they did They did announce one. And it's really, and I think, and for the starting match, yeah, it's a really good match. I'll get to it, though. The participants, the U.S. participants are Anna J, Dr. Brick Baker, DMD, uh, Layla Hirsch, Nyla Rose, Riho, making her comeback, mm-hmm. Serena Deeb, the present NWA Women's Champion, uh, Ty Conchi, and Thunder Rosa. Yeah, so the first match that they said that it was going to be in the opening rounds was Riho going against Serena Deeb. Hmm. And I don't, I don't think they're going to have the title on the line. No. But, but still, that's an awesome match for first round. Oh yes. All right, and then here are the are the participants for the Japanese side. Aja Kong, nice. Emi Sakura, mm-hmm. Maki Ito, ah oh, hooray. Mei Suruga, mm-hmm. uh, Rin uh, Karokura, uh, Ryo Mizunami, Very, mm-hmm. uh, oh Veni. Mm-hmm. And uh, Yuka Sakazaki. Yeah. So that's a good um, that's a good side, a good lineup. Especially Maki Ito. My God, if you've never seen her wrestle or her promo style, you'll you'll love her. You, you'll definitely love her. She's great. Um, so we don't know when they're gonna start doing this tournament. I hopefully soon. But once we know, we'll let you guys know, and we'll. Keep you up to date on all that. And uh, there you go. There we have it. That's this week's for us, uh, Red Shoe Shoots. I hope you guys have a wonderful time. Had a great time listening to us. Next week, we're going to be talking about more crazy things that are going on in the world of wrestling. So until then, I am Captain Katz. And I'm We Are Cats. All right. Thank you guys so much. I hope you guys have a wonderful time. Have a great week. You know, stay safe out there. Keep your physical and social distancing. Put on your mask when you're going out. And always, and always keep watching wrestling. Yo-ho!